This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 the ticket veteran and Ortega connoisseur, Jake Bakovan. I like Ortega and I like Pepper. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Welcome back on the block for the 5 o'clock hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. We are Jake Bakovin and Eric Strickland, a.k.a. E-Strick, a.k.a. Stricky, a.k.a. Hollywood, a.k.a. whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. I've got so many names. Got more nine. There you go. Yeah, all of them. So we're back, four to six, joining us right here on the block. Starter Hammy text line is always open to you as listeners, 402-464-5685, where you can chime in, tap in, look in, uh, type in whatever information that you have on your mind, whatever you're thinking, or if you're thinking we're thinking crazy or or just out in space somewhere, or we have woo type of uh, thinking going on, you can always tap us there and also join us on the Honda of Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685. It is the same number. Five o'clock hour discussion. Have, we're still going along with the, uh, the the NCAA football, excuse me, the NCAA football line. We're going to talk a little bit about LSU. Why LSU? Well, we landed a bombshell of two people, a couple and a few more that pop, popped in. From LSU, Mickey Joseph, obviously the coach, the associate head coach there uh, with the Nebraska Cornhuskers, who brought along with him Trey Palmer, who is an illustrious, unique, um, special, talented four-star athlete that is uh, he brought over with him. We're gonna we're gonna pause. We're gonna come back to that. But what we do want to talk about right now is the QB position and why at this point in the discussion that Brian Kelly has found himself in a quagmire and a quartet of quagmires, let me say, in that four of his QBs, uh, Miles Brennan, Jaden Daniels, Walker Howard, as well as Garrett Nussmeyer, none of them have basically, you know, said, I'm taking this spot. I'm the number one guy. Get out the way. Did a ludicrous move trick? Get out! The, none of them have done none of that at this point, and so yeah, yeah, you know what I'm. You yeah, move yeah, yeah, Get you know that way. one, yeah, yeah, you know that one. Uh, if you listen on the block, you know every now and then we'll we'll make a reference, and and my guy Box is on point. He knows what I'm talking about. Uh, so he did that at media day. There's no uh, no head guy in charge, and so Bach, why is it? At this point, and I'm going to come back afterwards, but I, I want to hear from you. Why do you think right now, other than I would say Jamarcus Russell, but that was a flop. 
Um, other than now, an emerging still yet to, you know, his story still yet to be told uh, in, in, in Burrow. But the only quarterback up to this point that, well, actually also let's talk about the fact that Kelly only, the only, or of this quarterback quartet, the only one that he did record, uh, recruit was Walker Howard. So I want to make sure that he was given a quarterback quartet. So I don't, I, I, other than that one. But let me say this. There's really only been one quarterback that has not struggled in the NFL, had okay college uh, years, uh, but did not struggle in the NFL. And that person's name, do you know who it is? Sutter Haven text line. Tell me who the player is. I'm going to let Box speak, and I'm going to see if you get it right. Which player was not a flop in the NFL that came as a quarterback out of LSU? There's really only one that had a pretty strong, solid NFL career, and I'll give you his name after this. But 402-464-5685, let me know if you can tell me who that quarterback from LSU is. That that had a successful season. Bach, tell me why you think the LSU struggled so. so is this is this is other than the most recent uh, one? Yeah, you can't. Burrow's story is still being told. He right. Had, yeah. Yeah. Joe Burrow, he's still yet to be told. He had a great, you know, rookie little injury. Now he emerged, took him to the, uh, you know, to the big game. But his story still being told. So yes, he's 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 on his way. I think he's got a tremendous NFL career still ahead of him. And we've, we've got a few uh, guesses here. We'll get to that in a second. Also, so, I thought this was kind of funny. Somebody did chime in as you were doing your nicknames. They said, a.k.a. Jim. Of course, you are. Uh, you are Jim's another name. <laughs> so, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know. Another Jim, name you yeah. can call him. Jim uh, CEO. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, I kind of even think back to like Zach Mettenberger is the one that kind of sticks out in my mind as a guy that just kind of has it all. And you usually do at LSU, um, but he had OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry. And still, I think only, you know, only went like nine and four or something like that. And and at LSU, maybe 10 wins. But um, it it is kind of interesting that that's something that generally has has gotten in their way when you think about their their, their titles over the years. Um, You know, Les Miles uh, was able to win one. Uh, Nick Saban was able to win one, I think, without... Uh, great quarterback play, a solid quarterback play as usual. But you know, if you're going to win a title, but not great. Great defenses, always. yeah, always great defenses. You know, generally great wide receiver and core um, running backs. The the skill positions are, are loaded. Backs, yeah, sure. in, in the offensive line, you know, it's that that SEC fronts that you expect. It's just it is kind of weird that LSU doesn't have the quarterback plays usually in there. But I I still think you know because I've seen three coaches win a title there. And, and certainly Nick Saban could be an outlier, but when you throw in Les Miles uh, and Coach O from a couple of years ago, I still believe that, that LSU could win uh, national titles or, you know, kind of be in that contention uh, with a less than great coach. And I think Brian Kelly certainly uh, at least makes that mark. He's Notre Dame's all-time winningest coach. Now, how quickly can he kind of turn it around? It has been great the last couple of years. I understand that. Um, but even, you know, Bo Pelini as a defensive coordinator won a title at LSU. So um, I think that I think that it's it's attainable and, and, and it's interesting that if they did put that quarterback together, then like you saw with Joe Burrow, 
you can have one of the greatest years of all time. I mean, that that's what the, the type of talent around you down there in Baton Rouge usually allows you for. I don't know if if they have that guy in in the room now, but I will say this. I, I feel like it's a it, it's a decent room. I mean, Miles Brennan was a guy that Nebraska even went after um, reportedly in the transfer portal, ended up back at uh, at LSU. Um, and, 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 you know, it, it kind of got injured, but it did have a flash there. Uh, Jaden Daniels is a guy over there in Tempe that has been really good at Arizona State at times, kind of inconsistent. But again, that's with Herm Edwards, all the distraction that they've had there. Um, a bit thin, maybe hasn't developed all the way that you maybe expected. He's been around for a while. Um, but, you know, maybe a, a change of scenery can do well for him. Um, so, I, I mean, I think LSU... It won't take long for them to get going in my mind just because of the pure talent that's there. You had a quarterback in the equation, and just like any team, it can rise quickly. But with LSU, uh, much quicker than almost anybody else. I, I, I Just, again, uh, I just got to believe that that's the, the, the best place to get talent. Although I do know that there is a question now kind of moving into the future is maybe NIL going to equalize LSU's advantages down there a little bit more? Um, you know, obviously they are one of the haves, not one of the have-nots, but uh, they seem to to um, have an advantage more so than anybody of keeping kind of the locals around, and maybe NIL is going to kind of change that. I mean, yeah, obviously that's the case. Uh, I think NIL opens up and makes a um, great way for Mickey Joseph and the success of the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Uh, just being in the room with those, um, they weren't afraid of that conversation at all. That wasn't something that they were worried about when you're talking about who they brought in and talking about why they brought them in and how NIL was effective in doing so and getting uh, uh, guys that were in that room last night there. Um, you know, where others can go and, and also be a part of the next wave of whatever that's supposed to come. And so, yeah, so that's 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 a, that's a big point. That's a big part of it. Uh, but one of the things as we go back to it, what, what did they? What, what were some of the answers on the start of Hammy before I before I dig into my point? Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody says Travis and Lincoln says Matt Flynn. I was guessing Matt Flynn maybe. Uh, Gus says Burt Jones. There he is. Burt Jones That's is it. the one, huh? Burt Jones is the one. He's the one that had probably one of the better, longer careers. Um, his numbers, obviously, the time that he played, it was a little bit different. It was very pro style. Uh, very run heavy, run dominated. But in his in his uh, 1976 campaign, he was drafted in 1973. Um, in his in his uh, his fourth season in 76, had a phenomenal season. Um, Baltimore was 11 and three. Uh, he had a 60, his second best uh, completion um, percentage at 60 percent, 3100 yards, um, which is second best as well. Um, his numbers really stood off the table. Only nine interceptions that year, which is one of his lowest lowest totals, as far as with uh, in ratio. Um, and he was, you know, he was an AP uh, MVP. He was an Offensive Player of the Year. He also was at the Pro Bowl. So yeah, um, All Pro first team. So uh, yeah, that was his that was his best season. But he was All Pro again, and then it kind of started to go downhill. But he's the one that. Uh, had one of the better seasons. Then you look at the one of the biggest busts in, in NFL history, and I know everybody on the Soderhamen text line would know who that is. I probably don't even have to mention it, but 402-464-5685, if you know who that person is, uh, that obviously came from LSU as well. But one of the things that I found interesting, Bach, was that 
Um, Josh Booty, the former uh, NFL quarterback, um, as well, well, former LSU quarterback. And one of the things that he said was that one of the problems that LSU had is that you're recruiting quarterbacks, but when you arrive on campus, he's quoting, he says, they don't have a good history of preparing quarterbacks because they've been very staunch in the heavy run run game. Um, so they, they don't do a really good job of raising up quarterbacks to be able to go to the next level. That was why it was so crazy at what Joe Burrow was able to do at LSU because that just was so out of the norm. They've always had tremendous talent. They've always had balance. They used the run game to be able to open up a lot of their passes. And then they had, you know, kind of, hit or miss opportunities in years where their, their passing game was phenomenal. But mostly it's been very defense. It's been very run and running back heavy laden. But he said that's been the problem. And so in the recruiting part of it, they haven't been able to land those types of guys and they miss on the opportunities to be able to raise them up. So that's that's kind of what he said in that. What do you what what you say? Yeah, that, I mean that makes a lot of sense now that you kind of think about it. It's just kind of all these different places, um, regardless around the country, kind of get a a culture kind of set in there, and right. And then you start to talk about um, linebacker you for Penn State or defensive back you, um, you know, for Miami or whoever's in, in the conversation. Nebraska's had their talks about kicker you or running back you, um, and you kind of just kind of get your specialties in line there. And I suppose LSU hasn't, I mean, when, when you think about quarterbacks, LSU doesn't really register, right? When you look at the top quarterbacks, um, even in recruiting, usually, I suppose when you look at like a top 10 list, you don't usually see LSU recruiting the top uh, quarterbacks across the country. And maybe that'll change, you know, into the future with Brian Kelly there. Uh, and, 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 but you know, he's also won a lot of times at Notre Dame, despite not having great, quarterbacks when you got to think about the great quarterbacks at Notre Dame over the years you go back in the Charlie Weiss era and kind of think about yeah. some of those guys more so you know the, the Jimmy Clausens and the Brady Quinns more so um than I I don't know Everett Golson or uh Tommy Reese I mean these are solid quarterbacks but they're not great and so you wonder if you know he's he's a guy that kind of wins with a game managing quarterback, um, maybe that doesn't change with with him arriving on campus. Maybe that was part of the reason that he decided to go there, as he saw you know at least culturally maybe a fit there. Um, but at the same time, uh, all of this is 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 a long part of their history, and that's understandable. Uh, by the way, I did want to shout out to YA Tittle, who, who also went to LSU and was pretty successful in the league. Now you're going back to the 40s and the 50s, but yeah, I did want to mention yeah. that. Um, but other than that, I mean, having Joe Burrow done it recently, you would think that that could change some things, though. Too, you know, it's a, it's a different system, it's a different coach. So maybe you move along quickly after that. I know, you know, Kelly likes to open it up too. Bob. Yeah, like Kelly's not afraid to, you, you know, some of his years he's been very dominant in opening up that field the way he is. So that's why I can understand why he's in a quagmire because he likes a good quarterback that can really chuck it. But go finish your point. Well, it's just interesting because sometimes I think that you you get. Sometimes we think the benefits of having a guy dominate at a position. Uh, are greater than what they turn out to be, right? I, I thought when Indomitian Sue and Jared Crick, um, and, and obviously particularly Sue kind of changing the game there, but also having Crick in there, it was like, man, th this guy, and, 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 and Bo Pelini had just, the best player he probably had before that as a defensive coordinator was Glenn Dorsey. So it was like, mm -hmm. man, I would think if you're a defensive tackle, 
across the nation, you would be, you know, jumping over whatever you have to to get to Lincoln to play for Bo Pelini. Um, they ended up getting, you know, Malik Collins and Vincent Valentine, and, and I think Malik looked up to Sue and maybe a few other guys like that. But it just wasn't the, you know, I, I thought a pipeline would come after that. And you're kind of, you know, might think the same thing about LSU is, you know, finally maybe you break, break that streak. You have one of the best college football seasons of all time. Um, and so maybe they're, they're, maybe it's going to take a few years, but maybe there's kids, 14 year olds, whatever, that were watching Joe Burrow play in LSU uniform and say, that's, that's what I want to look like. That's what I visualize myself in. And when you have a historic year like that, you know, maybe it can change that. But again, I don't know. To me, it just doesn't seem to follow, uh, as much as, as maybe you would think it would in recruiting, um, when you have an, an otherworldly player. I think you also got to look at what we just know. This is kind of a crossover because you got to look at why Mickey Joseph is probably here, right? Not only is Mickey Joseph a legacy guy for Nebraska, it's good to have him home, but I think he had to be weighing the, not necessarily the super conference aspect of what's coming down the line, but I think he had to be weighing the NIL ramifications and understanding how that fits and fares in the SEC and, you know, probably looking at what LSU would have to, to offer in that, in that scope. Um, I think he's also probably looking down the line that if things fall through or fall through the cracks, he's showing and proving that he can get the type of talent that Nebraska needs to be able to try to win um, he can recruit across all boards, so he's not limited to just basically doing um, uh, in in his silo of just being a wide receiver quarterback. I mean, um, uh, wide receiver coach. So I think there's there's when you when we talked about the Mickey Joe, I think it's a it's 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 a holistic approach on how he was viewing it, and I think he's looking not only down the line but also probably NIL had some something to do with it, knowing that. Um, there's some good pockets here in Nebraska that would want to play in that game. They're not afraid to walk and sit down at the table with, you know, the big, the big, the big powerhouses and and, and, and put their best foot forward. So that's the, that's probably one of the reasons he wanted to come back here as well. Well, and it's fascinating too, to kind of break down, um, you know, position coaches like that uh, because overall you have to figure and you don't know, um, you know, obviously this this information isn't public, but how much did NIL play into the decisions of some of these guys to get here? And, uh, you know, and in, 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 in obviously to have one of the best and most players from the transfer portal, one of the best classes out of the transfer portal, you have to figure it, it, it played into the equation. And I wonder just as we move forward, how much that that is going to factor in, because you have guys across the nation and they give out awards, you know, just like you would for the top recruiters, you know, across the nation. And is it, how much of it is, <laughs> show me the money and how much of it is this guy is a father figure. This is a guy that I can see growing in, in, in my football future, whatever else it is you're looking for. Um, for what it's worth, I think Mickey Joseph is, is mostly, you know, NIL might factor in, but, He's just done a lot of work, not just at the wide receiver position, but being the lead recruiter elsewhere as well, um, that I think it's been a great move for his career just already. Now, we, we wait, and people people will push back on that. Say, hold on, he hasn't coached a game at Nebraska. But just recruiting-wise, um, you know, I think that there is somewhat the, the thought process that I have about LSU is, yeah, 
he coached some great athletes there, and yeah, they did spectacularly. Um, but you know, was it more them or was it more him? You know, because I mean, those guys are great and they're doing great at the NFL level. And LSU's had the Odell Beckham Juniors and the Jarvis Landrys and those type of guys without him there. Um, but for him to, to come here and um, you know, I don't know how the on-field stuff's going to look. Um, I don't know how long he'll be in Lincoln. Hopefully for a long time. But just already. What he's done in recruiting, you know, throw out NIL or throw it in if you want to. Uh, he's he's already proven himself to kind of take that next step in in the coaching circles, and 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 I'm yeah. excited to see where where it takes him next. Hopefully yeah. nowhere. Hopefully here, but you know, yeah, <laughs> throughout yeah. his career. Yeah, I, I, I'm 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 telling you, like, you know, I mean, I know you've mentioned it before. I don't know how your stance has changed on it, but um, there there could be a lot of first for a guy like him, like. If his area thrives, there's some something to be spoken. Like, um, you know, there's something to be spoken with the fact that you're not the culprit of of failure here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think you'll find that there is a lot of coaches that right now their rooms will will have success. If Nebraska thrives, the whole program thrives, right? Um, that 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 goes a long way for everybody success of the totality or the whole of the team is always good for the whole program, for your draft uh, opportunities for everybody to move on and do well in other areas or venues for NIL opportunities to expand and get better. Um, There's so much that comes with winning. Uh, The individual accolades are good, but at the end of the day, once you win and the program thrives, you're always going to have some form of success in, on the back end of that. So that's 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 the thing to keep our eyes open, keep our eyes on, watching as we continue to watch. Uh, they're going to be in camp. They're going to be off for about a week, and they're going to get back and get into camp. Uh, we'll be keeping our eyes on that, seeing where things are, where things are going. Let's note and take note that there is a quarterback battle going on. Hey, don't 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 think things are set in stone. There's there's a quarterback battle going on. It's not it's not ready. Is that why Casey Thompson is not going to media day? I look, it's not it's it's not just speculation, it's something to consider when we're thinking about it all. But we've got time. You'll be here on the block. If we hear it, we'll give you the information. 937 the ticket at ticketfm.com. We've got to make a break. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> 